I want to twist your mind with this paradox. And this is because they are great illustrations of how we can question deep ingrained beliefs. And in this case, what we are questioning is change itself. Unlock possibilities by changing your mindset. You will expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. You're moving into a land of both blind spots and learning, of things and ideas. You just crossed over into the mindset zone. Join your guide, Anna Malikia, founder of Solo Biz Academy, the director of education for Book Yourself Solid and a PhD in psychology. The show you are about to listen is backed by popular demand from the Mindset Zone Archive Vault. To get all new episodes, make sure you subscribe via your favorite podcast app and visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find the episode archive, show notes, and other amazing resources, including how to four times your success so you can work smarter, not harder, and learn how to leverage your talents to make a bigger impact while enjoying the process. All at mindset.zone. Hi, Anna Malikian here. And uh, this is going to be a different episode. To provide a mindset workout is my goal for every episode of my podcast. I really want to create a space where you come to exercise your mind. Just as when you go to the health club uh, to keep yourself healthy or in shape. But today I'm going to take this a little bit to the extreme. So in the last episode, episode 26, Do People Really Change? I went back in time 2,400 years to ancient Greece to illustrate the point that the question, do people really change? It's not a new question. It's not something that people are wondering for a long, long, long time. And you can listen to that episode if you go to mindset.zone forward slash 26 or in your iTunes or Stitcher, just go to the episode 26. And there I, I went back to ancient Greece where I spoke about philosophers, some who argued that uh, everything was in a process of constant changing, others that argued that nothing really changes. And I want to focus on this group today of the philosophers who argued that nothing really changed. Because they, they, their point is that everything we perceive as changes are merely an illusion of, of our senses. And it's something difficult to accept because it's, it's, it's counterintuitive and it's really a paradox, a true paradox, because if we look to the origin of the word paradox, we learn that it's the conjunction of two Greek words, para, 
that means contrary to and dox, that can mean opinions ought to appear. So a concept that is contrary to appearance is a paradox. So when we look around, we see things changing, we see movement, we see things transforming, but maybe they are not changing. This interpretation is a paradox because it's contrary to what is it appears to be, to our perception. And yes, this, this when we put in question our perception, usually we is causes confusion and it's like we are doing our brain um, uh, is twisting a little to understand what is going on. And I find these uh, situations that make us think a little, that twist our brain a little, uh, really are situations that are great for our mindset workout and really allow us to, for our brain, neurons in our brain to create new connections between them. And yes, will cause confusion, but make us question if what we think is actually true. So it's, I, I love sometimes to dig in philosophy because it's a great way of give us a, a great workout for our minds. So today, and I said that I'm going to a little bit to an extreme here, I want to describe some paradox that were created by Zeno that was a student for Parmenides, one of the philosophers that I spoke in the last episode. And the reason why I want to... To do this is I want to twist your mind with this paradox. And this is because they are great illustrations of how we can question deep ingrained beliefs. And in this case, what we are questioning is change itself. And also make us question our own perceptions including the perception that we see things changing in front of our eyes. So stay with me a moment here, okay? So uh, back in ancient Greece, uh, there was philosophers like Parmenides, like Zeno, that had to convince other philosophers to trust their reasoning more than their senses. And this was really their point. They believed that the true was achieved or obtained through reasoning, not through our perception or senses. So Zeno devised several situations that question what we perceive as change using very strong logical arguments. And I'm going to speak about two paradoxes that focus on movement. So the first paradox, paradox one, and you have to use here your imagination. So suppose that you want to go from point A to point B. In order to do this, you first have to get to the half point between A and B. Let's call it point C. Now to go from point C to point B, you have to first get to the half point between C and B. Let's call it point D. So then from going from D to B, you have to get to the half 
point between D and B. Let's call it point E. Are you getting the point? And here the pun is intended. We'll we will run out of letters of the alphabet and there will still be an alf point before we ever arrive to point B. So logically, by following this reasoning, it's impossible to really arrive to point B. And I know that you can walk from point A to point B, but logically, we can argue that what you are doing, you are doing the impossible. <laughs> I warn you that this was a brain twister. And I'm going to put in the show notes a video uh, that explained this very well. And I'm going just to play, let's see if I can just play here a little bit. This paradox is called the Zeno dichotomy paradox. So let me try to play it uh, from a video that explains with a different language in a different angle this. And don't worry if you are confused, if what I explained was what is she telling? Is that that experience of confusion, confusion <laughs> is the goal of this exercise to make us think, how is this possible? And then afterwards, when you have a moment, you can go really and check the video, check the show notes and see, oh, how is this is possible? Because there is a really interesting logical behind it that make us, whoa. So let me play here the video. One of the best known of Zeno's problems is called the dichotomy paradox, which means the paradox of cutting in two in ancient Greek. It goes something like this. After a long day of sitting around thinking, Zeno decides to walk from his house to the park. The fresh air clears his mind and helps him think better. In order to get to the park, he first has to get halfway to the park. This portion of his journey takes some finite amount of time. Once he gets to the halfway point, he needs to walk half the remaining distance. Again, this takes a finite amount of time. Once he gets there, he still needs to walk half the distance that's left, which takes another finite amount of time. This happens again and again and again. You can see that we can keep going like this forever, dividing whatever distance is left into smaller and smaller pieces, each of which takes some finite time to traverse. So, how long does it take Zeno to get to the park? Well, to find out, we need to add the times of each of the pieces of the journey. The problem is, there are infinitely many of these finite-sized pieces. So, shouldn't the total time be infinity? This argument, by the way, is completely general. It says that travelling from any location to any other location should take an infinite amount of time. In other words, it says that all motion is impossible. And this was the point that Zeno was trying to make to support the ideas of Parmenides that change didn't happen, movement didn't happen. And this video is very interesting because they explain afterwards how nowadays we can explain this paradox or we can break the paradox. But it's really interesting. Make us really <laughs> think about, whoa, how is this possible? So... Uh, keep, let me, I'm going to go to another paradox that is a little bit more known uh, and that follows the same logic. It's again about movement. Again, it was Zeno that proposed this paradox. And it's the idea that suppose that you are uh, having a race between Achilles and the tortoise. And because Achilles is a, is a good sport man, he gives the tortoise a head start. So by the time that Achilles reached the place from which the tortoise start, uh, 
the tortoise has already advanced to another point. So, when Achilles reached that point, then the tortoise will have reached another point. So, Achilles is getting closer and closer, but by this logic, he never overtakes the tortoise. <laughs> so, I'm going to play another video that, again, I'm going to put in the show notes if you go to mindset.zone forward slash 27, that is the name of this, uh, the number of this episode, you will see these videos and I'm just going to play a segment of the video here. And uh, here we go. Achilles and the tortoise. How could a humble tortoise beat the legendary Greek hero Achilles in a race? The Greek philosopher Zeno liked a challenge and came up with this paradox. First, the tortoise is given a slight head start. Anyone fancying a flutter would still rush to put their money on Achilles. But Zeno pointed out that, to overtake him, Achilles would first have to cover the distance to the point where the tortoise began. In that time, the tortoise would have moved, so Achilles would have to cover that distance, giving the tortoise time to amble forwards a bit more. Logically, this would carry on forever. However small the gap between them, the tortoise would still be able to move forwards while Achilles was catching up, meaning that Achilles could never overtake. Taken to an extreme, this bizarre paradox suggests that all movement is impossible. So, again, uh, it's really it's a brain twister. Because we perceive something, the reality, we know that in a race another person can overtake the other person. But if we think about this logic, yeah, we, we, and I can see yourself telling yourself, having, okay, I can get the logic. Uh, if we consider that between a point and another, there is an infinite number of points, like the teachers in math. Uh, there is always a middle point between any two points. But I know that people go from A to B. I know that a runner can overtake another runner. So I can trust my perception. And that is what I want to question. Maybe you can trust your perception in some cases. Maybe in other cases, not so much. I want to give you another experiment, another experience that maybe you already did it. Maybe you can do it whenever you are in a place that you can do this. That is, let me tell the experience and then you tell me about it. This is something that often we do it in, in a science class with kids. So it's an experiment that uh, you have three containers with water. And you can do this with bigger containers, with smaller containers, even with three glasses next to each other. You really can do this. So imagine that and then you can do this. You have three glasses. The glass on the left as hot water, not burning hot, but hot water. Then the glass on the right as icy water. And the glass on the middle as room temperature water. So you have one glass with hot water, room temperature, and icy water. So you place your left finger, your left index finger, for instance, on the glass on the left with hot water. And then at the same time, you place your right index finger on the glass on the right with ice water. So first, uh, your left index finger on the glass on the left with hot water. At the same time, the right index finger on the glass on the right with icy water. 
And after about one minute, you take them out of that glasses and place them the both at the same time, the both index fingers, on the middle glass with water at room temperature. And what do you perceive? If you have done this, you know, and I'm not going to tell you. Uh, if you didn't have done this, do it, because there is an incredible value value on doing this experientially, not just to be an intellectual thing, but really do it, feel it in your body. Because then you can question, can you really trust your senses in this situation? Because you know that the glass in the middle is full of room temperature water, yet your perception of your index fingers, or if you do this with bigger containers of your hands, uh, feels different. So can you trust your senses? <laughs> so if you never have done these experiments, do it as soon as you can. It's really interesting. And make us not so sure that we can trust our perception so blindly. There is something interesting going on there. And of course, there is an explanation for this. That all these things that are these brain twisters, are these things that create confusion, that make us think, make us wonder, these create new connections between the neurons in our brain. So our brain cells are firing in many different directions and finding new pathways. And this is one of the most amazing workouts that help us when we are, we need to shift our mindsets if this can be very, very helpful. So I know that today there is not like a practical application. It's just really an exercise by the sake of the exercise, by the sake of playing with this concept. So <laughs> you can go back to the show notes, mindset.zone at uh, 4 slash 27 to get the videos about this. And as always, I would love to hear your comments about all this and learn about your experience. And if you want a weekly mindset workout, often with more practical applications than this, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast via iTunes or Stitcher. Or if it's easier for you, you can listen to it by directly in my website. You just have to go to mindset.zone. So instead of .com, it's .zone. So mindset.zone forward slash info. And, and you will have there a player with all the episodes of this podcast. And to give you an extra incentive to visit my website, go to mindset.zone forward slash free stuff. And you will find different resources there. And you always can write me to Anna, A-N-A, at mindset.zone, telling me what you love to see there in that free resources page and here. So love to hear your comments and any topics that you like me to speak about. Please reach out and communicate with me grateful that you cross over into the mindset zone, expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, 
for the world. Thank you for listening. And remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, is .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources. As always, I'm so grateful that you have crossed over into the mindset zone. Spend what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world.